Hello everyone. Welcome to this week's Thought for the Day. I'm Babu Emmanuel Venkatraman. I teach in the School of Theology, TCA College. This week, each day, I intend to share with you a thought taken from five different characters in the Gospel of John. It is not going to be a full-fledged character study, but a simple narrative reading to draw a lesson. In 1996, the Queen of England visited India. I saw her on Indian television. Then I had the rare honor of meeting her twice when I was studying in London. It was a rare opportunity to meet her, but nothing significant happened in my life as a result. It is only a memory. It did not impact my life in any way or add any value to my life or because of that it did not cause any change in my life. In contrast, we meet various characters in the Gospel of John whose lives have been significantly changed as a result of meeting with Jesus. They could not but become different as a result of encountering Jesus. The central question around which I would like to weave my thoughts this week is, have you seen Christ? What happened if you had seen him? If you have seen him, can you show him? We will briefly study the five different characters in John's Gospel who had met Jesus and draw a lesson from their experience. Before we look at the first ones of them today, let us first listen to a song. Christ is Yeah. 
Welcome back. Today I would like to organize my thoughts around the question, what do you seek? What do you search for? In John chapter 1 verses 35 to 51, we read about two characters, Andrew and Philip. Both are from Galilee, coming from a small fishing town called Bethsaida, near the Sea of Galilee. Interestingly, Bethsaida means house of fish. John does not explicitly tell us that they are fishermen, but it is very likely they are fishermen as the name of their hometown Bethsaida suggests. Andrew and Philip figure in John 1, 35-51 in connection with the gathering of Jesus' first disciples. Before becoming the followers of Jesus, Andrew and Philip were the disciples of John the Baptizer. John has been witnessing about the one whom he expected was going to come after him and that he, that is, the one coming after him, surpassed him because he was before him. He continued to witness. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace and place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. 
Later, when John saw Jesus coming toward him, said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. The one who sent me told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. The next day, when John was there again with two of his disciples, when he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. We notice that John was there again with two of his disciples. What is important for us is that these two disciples, unnamed so far, have been audience to John's witness about the Messiah, the one John expected to come after him. Suddenly, it dawns on them that John has been witnessing about Jesus. When they hear John say, pointing to Jesus, Look, the Lamb of God, they left John and followed Jesus. What a great turn of events. These two disciples have been disciples of John. They heard John witnessing about Jesus, though they did not know who Jesus was. Yet, what they heard about him creates in them an expectation of the same person that John had been talking about. How would that person look like in whom all that John had been talking about will become personified? Who is he in whom such great expectations are placed? The two were looking for someone who, in some sense, personified all their expectations. They saw Jesus and started following him, and John did not stop them. My question to all of us is, what is the effect of what we hear about Jesus? What's the kind of Messiah are we expecting? As they follow Jesus, he turns back and asks them, what do you want or what do you search for? It is as if Jesus is asking them, You have heard all that John had testified about me. In the synagogues, you have heard your scriptures telling you about the Messiah you must expect. Are you looking for the same Messiah or anyone else? What do you search for in me? Their response was, Teacher, where are you staying? And Jesus says, Come and you will see. They went, saw where Jesus was staying and stayed with him. And never left him. Yes, they have heard John the Baptist's testimony about Jesus, but now they want to find out Jesus' true identity for themselves. I consider the question, what do you search for, as a defining question. We are all on a quest, aren't we? We are in pursuit of positions, power, positions, name, fame, authority, dominion and domination, and the like. Interestingly, what we are in search of, our pursuits and our quests define us. These two disciples were on a search for their Messiah. What about Jesus did they see and were convinced that he was indeed the Messiah? There was hardly anything that Jesus spoke or hardly anything that Jesus had performed that had led them to their conclusion. But in some mysterious way, the convictions about the identity of the Messiah were fully confirmed in their encounter with Jesus. 
He's the one about whom John had been witnessing. He's the one on whom the Spirit had descended. They went out to see it for themselves. They were convinced and became his followers. John, the author of the Gospel, clarifies that the name of one of the disciples of John who followed Jesus was Andrew. Andrew affirms to his brother Simon, We have found the Messiah. We have been waiting for the Messiah, and now we have found him, Jesus the Messiah. Simon goes and meets Jesus and is rechristened Cephas Peter. His life would never be the same again. What impresses me most about what has happened so far is that not even once did John refer to Jesus as the Messiah, but Andrew calls him the Messiah. This is the definitive and the defining identity of Jesus in the Gospels. Andrew, the disciple of John the baptizer, heard the witness about Jesus and responded to Jesus, beckoning, come and see, and became a witness himself. The next day, Jesus finds Philip and says to him, follow me. And two verses later, Philip testifies to Nathanael, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. I am amazed at the authority of Jesus' invitation to Philip to follow him without giving him any reason and I am equally amazed at Philip's authoritative response to that invitation by becoming a witness himself. He finds Nathaniel and tells him that he had found in Jesus of Nazareth the one about whom the whole of the Hebrew scriptures have been talking. What is most impressive is that these early disciples, Andrew and Philip, did not need to be convinced about Jesus' identity. The moment they encountered Jesus, they instinctively knew that they had come face to face with the Messiah himself. They had heard others' testimony, but they set out to find out the truth themselves. In all these instances, the question that drives the conversation is, what are you looking for? What is your ultimate quest and question? Have we, in all our years of professed Christian experience, heard the question, what do you search for? I reckon that all that we have heard or read about him should put us all on a search or on a quest to finding out the truth of the person of Christ for ourselves. Have all that you have heard about Jesus in all your church goings, aroused in you an insatiable quest to find out for yourself his true identity and what it can do to your life. Have you ever heard the voice telling you, come and see? More often than not, we listen to the testimony of the scriptures as mute audience, as automatons, has the witness about Jesus aroused a quest within you to find out for yourself his true identity? May the Christ of our search encounter us in our quest and may that encounter transform us. Before we pray and conclude today, let us listen to a song after which I will close with prayer. May my life be a reflection of your power and your glory
Dear Lord, we thank you for the witness of your word about Christ. We pray that all that we hear and read about him may set us on a quest to know him more in all his true identity and may that encounter transform us. Amen. Well, we have come to the end of our broadcast today. We'll meet again tomorrow, same time. Encourage your family and friends to join in. Till then, take care. And God bless. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. Thought for the Day is brought to you by Trinity Christian Center Singapore. This program comes on every weekday at 7.40 in the morning and again at 10.30 in the evening. If you've been blessed by our program, we'd love to hear from you. Do call us at 6468-4444 or email us at admin at trinity.sg. For more information on our services, events, and seminars, do visit our website at www.trinity.sg. On behalf of Trinity Christian Center, may God's presence, peace, and power be real to you today and every day. God bless. <laughs>